0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This
1: is America's Trucker Network with Steve Summers. Uh... Okay, here we go, got a final hour underway on a Tuesday morning. And news tipper said, got uh, some dense fog out there this morning. South 71 around the Florence area. And just uh, looks like we got clear visibility here. So as typically the case is, spotty areas of dense fog. Be careful out there. Uh I had to share this one. that's yeah, uh, some of the memes that they come up with about the COVID. This is one of the funniest ones I've seen. Wearing a mask into a restaurant just to sit down and take it off is like having a urinating section in a swimming pool. You can know, you can only pee in this corner. <laughs> That's good. That's that. There's just so many situations that have come up because of the mask rule for
2: like restaurants and breweries and things like that. The other day, my wife and I we went to a brewery, and we got there and realized that I didn't have my my gator my mask, and I was not about to drive home. So I just rummaged through the car, and I found one in the floor underneath my seat. Yeah, and I'm like, this is gonna work, <laughs> and it come to find out this was a mask that I'd worked out in like three weeks ago. <laughs>
1: Kind of like, that was, that's what Stinger was talking about last hour. Everybody, you know, touching their mask. They put it on when they get out of the car. First thing they do, come out of the store is take it off. You're touching the mask. It, right. You're not supposed to do that. Okay. I told him, well, maybe maybe that's why people that are driving around with their mask on, because they don't want to touch the mask. They're they're following the CDC guidelines. Is that it? All right. Welcome back, Philip. Hey, you guys,
3: i tell you what, uh, we're using gallons of hand sanitizer a day. I'm talking gallons. We got people there in custodial just walking around for, with, with a gallon of hand sanitizer refilling those little stations every day. Um, you were talking about the gloves earlier, Steve. Those, those, You know, we don't use gloves down there, and I ask them, because I'm a trainer down there. I train people to drive a train and work in the station and whatnot. I said, why aren't we using gloves? And they said, because you can cross-contaminate more with a glove than you can with your hand. Really? Yes, because there is a process of taking a glove on and off that a lot of people don't know. Just like when you clean something with a rag. When we clean down there, we use a rag that's kind of like a small washcloth, okay? And you take the rag and you fold it into fours. And what you do is you clean a section, you fold it over, you clean a section, and you fold it over. You see what I mean? Yeah. That way you don't cross-contaminate things. And that's that's like a Stinger's, Stinger's talking about that. That's touching your mask and all that. That's cross-contamination. Um, that's one of your biggest enemies. And, and he is right in the point. I mean, why have a mask if you're going to do this? You know, you're cross-contaminating everything. But what gets me is, in my opinion, I think the general... Throwaway mask, like you know, you use every day, one time, and that's it. Is probably the mask that probably saves us the most. These one, these masks that are made up with all this cloth and all these different things. I mean, at Disney, they issued me three masks for a week. I have to wash them every like every other day. I have to wash my masks. But they did it for reusability. But I think, in my opinion, the cloth, just the regular mask that you buy a box of that you reuse every day, I think those are the ones that actually protect us. The, the ones that all these custom-made ones, like the ones with the vents, we don't even let those in the parks anymore. you got to have just a regular face mask that goes across. Mm-hmm. You can't have that little round vent in the side like the N95-type mask has. Um, I really, I, to be quite honest, I think a lot of these masks today are just a, it's just a waste. Like the guys that have the, the pull-up thing that pulls up over their face, those are not; those are not helping you. That's just like a bandana. It's the same concept as a bandana over your face. So, but that's my opinion on all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think we're la- launching too many rockets right now, are we? Have you seen all the cancellations
4: we've had
1: last week? You no, know what? You know, somebody, I think Horse Feathers was asking about last night. Anything going on, in, you know, at, uh, down there at the port and whatnot? No, what's what's why, why are the cancellations?
3: Well, yesterday we had some. Well, yesterday morning we had some rain run through here, and it overcast the skies. So SpaceX was supposed to launch at ten twenty-two yesterday morning. Well, they scrubbed because of clouds. ULA, I don't know what's up with those guys. SpaceX, they seem like they've been getting it together and getting their rockets going. The only thing that's really holding them back is weather. But these ULA guys, they got a the, the arm, the control arm for the rocket that holds it up. They're having problems with that. I mean, it's like ULA has got a lot of problems here lately, and they've they've canceled a lot due to mechanical issues, not so much of weather, you know. But if SpaceX, they've been pretty good about their stuff. I mean, they're going a lot, but yeah, just last week, I mean, they've canceled. They pushed back. Well, I think that ULA one, it's been pushed back. I think five or six times within the last week.
1: Don't we have our next manned mission coming up here? In in, in uh, is it October or November?
3: It's in October. Okay, uh, toward the end of October, and there's actually a, uh, I think one of the astronauts that was on that first crew. It's I believe the, it's the the wife,
1: wife of one of those two. Yeah, exactly. The
3: wife, the wife is going up, um, and they're also taking up. I want to say. The, one of the mission specialists is from Japan, so we're actually taking up somebody from another country as well. I think we've well. got,
1: I believe it's four astronauts on this next mission versus the two we had for the last.
3: That 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 capsule holds seven people.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, so that's, and it's fully autonomous. I mean, the thing takes off by itself, puts itself onto the station, the whole bit by itself. And, uh, but... It's going to be toward the end of the month. Uh, the, other, the other company that's working on it, Boeing and all them, they're way behind. I've got a friend that works out at Space Center, and they were telling me they're back into next year with theirs due to COVID and all this other stuff. So they're way behind on theirs. Uh, and by the way, you remember like yesterday we were talking about Schneider offering $90,000 a year? Yep. Okay. I talked to a real good friend of mine in the industry yesterday who works in Chicago, and I want to spread this out to all the drivers out there. If you are in the Chicagoland area and you are looking for a driving job and you want to stay local and be in LTL, now I know LTL is different than a lot of the -the over-the-road stuff. It's a lot more work and that kind of stuff. But all the companies up there are hurting right now for great drivers, because they have so much freight they got to move. So it's a bidding war up there right now with upping the any like we were saying yesterday. So if any of the guys out there are looking for a job and you're in Chicago, go to any of the LTL freight carriers in that area, because there possibly might be a job in there for you, and you can get really good money doing it right now. So just wanted to spread that along, Steve. I hope you don't mind. Very good. Uh, so... I'll let you guys go. Y'all have a good day, and thanks for letting me talk.
1: There was actually a story from FreightWaves this past day that uh, said, because uh, you know, Schneider just made their announcement here in the last couple of days, they said while Schneider's announcement of higher driver pay uh, may have been more prominent just because of the sheer size of the company, smaller companies have been raising their pay levels for several weeks prior to the Schneider announcement. Dave Abel's president and CEO of Dart Transportation, one of the companies that got a jump on the others uh, back in early August. In an interview with Freight Waves, uh, Abel said uh, the steps he took were mostly aimed at the independent owner-operators they employ, uh, as well as drivers who are operating on leases. Uh, Dart is a family-owned business. Last celebrated their 85th year in business, roughly 2,000 tractors, Uh, They operate in all states in the lower 48, primarily east of the Missouri River. But the increases implemented in August, uh, he said it's advantageous for us to be at the forefront. Dart was one of the first companies to raise driver compensation. And he said a second increase is possible given the conditions that he is seeing in the market right now. Uh, the changes they implemented, increase in base pay for independent contractors to a uh, five per mile, up from $0.95 cents per mile. Uh, for drivers on a percentage, uh, the percentage they took home from load went from 65% to 68%. Uh, changes also made to the fuel surcharge program, uh, which should put an additional $0.08 cents per mile in the hands of drivers, finally, payments for drivers operating under leases uh, were cut by $400 a month, uh, dropping the average lease payment uh, from 2600 down to $2,200. That's still a pretty good-sized lease payment. All right, since the changes went into effect, you said turnover in the lease operator's has declined to an annualized rate of 38%, which is about half the normal turnover rates. Uh, Let's see, the vice president of risk management at reefer carrier, John Christner Trucking, out of Oklahoma, uh, implemented a pay increase that was a little less complex than what DART did. Uh, They have about 850 tractors tractors overwhelmingly operated by owner-operators. They said base rate for independent contractors of a buck per mile, a level that's been in place since 2018 when it was increased from 95 cents, uh, that was a time when companies were actually, again, increasing their pay levels in the latest move, it went to a buck five per mile first increase in two years. uh let's see Buck five per mile puts Kristner and Dart at the same per mile level for independent contractors. Now, the Schneider move can't be compared to that dollar five per mile basis easily. Their announcement uh, last week uh was said to have put in effect for their team drivers, two drivers. Sharing, yeah, you know, driving for one vehicle, and that allows the truck to be on the road uh, more, not stopped by the hours of service, and of course, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head there weren't they saying their drivers' teams run five six thousand miles a week? so it's like you're you're running you're you're working yeah, if you're going to try to make that kind of money. But, okay, 22 past the hour. Back after this on ATN.
0: This is the Miami Valley Gaming NHRA Report on America's Trucking Network. It was
3: quite a Gator Nationals for Funny Car winner Ron Capps. He talked with Amanda Busick in Victory Lane on Fox. Ron, after the explosion in the semis, you get this win in a backup car on Ron Tobler's birthday. How will you remember this one? Uh,
4: gosh, this, this ranks up there probably higher in any moment's. I've had, first of all, Tolber's birthday, second of all, to pull a car out, that's only made a couple half-track runs, brand new car, and to run that good, um, and to be in the final round of the Gator Nationals, it's unbelievable, so, uh, Pins Oil, our Napa Auto Parts, guys, it's like taking your car down to your favorite mechanic, that's what Ron Tolder is to me, he's, he's got so much Napa know-how oozing out of him, to have a car ready like that to run, not every team has that, and he has that thing perfect. So we brought it out, I felt pretty confident about it.
0: This is the Miami Valley Gaming NHRA Report on America's Trucking Network.
3: Check down reporting for ATN.
1: I'm sure Gators out there listening somewhere, moving those groceries for Food Lion. And I'm seeing from uh, the, the business reports, yeah, they're, they're saying groceries are, grocery stores rather, are concerned of uh, an impending second wave of coronavirus. Like things are really going to get ugly again. When you start shutting things down and people having to stay home and all that stuff. And uh, they're stocking up on products to avoid shortages. Household products, paper towels, Clorox ripes have been difficult to find. And if grocery stores aren't stocked up and prepared for the second wave this winter, runs on those products could happen again. That's why Southeastern grocers uh, bought their Thanksgiving turkeys and holiday hams over the summer months, months before inventory planning normally actually begins. According to the company's CEO, uh, Associated Food Store started stockpiling cleaning and sanitizing products so that they'll have inventory in the warehouse. And with cold season around the corner, uh, United Natural Foods has already loaded up on herbal teas and cold remedies. Of course, we all remember early on in the pandemic when the groceries were focused on stockpiling. Weeks of supplies for shoppers, but now they're focusing on the long term, looking to stockpile supplies uh, for months instead. Still, paper towel shortages have been ongoing, in and out of stock on Amazon and Costco. And when they are available, customers can't always get the brand they want. And part of the reason, of course, is people keep hoarding them. Why would you still be hoarding toilet paper and paper towels now? I mean, now we're seven months into this. <laughs> All right, you should have had plenty of TP to get you through. All right, we're up to news update time. Get back to your calls just ahead. It's 888-860-8785. It is America's Trucking Network. And I... All right, get back to the calls here. Thanks for hanging in there. What's happening, Devil Doc?
2: Hey, Steve. Uh, Up here in Chicagoland, if anyone's traveling 290 on the uh, west side of town, I'd find another route around. It's been messed up all night long. A couple things to cover here real quick. The Disney guy there was talking about the LT.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. VoIP prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: LTL. I run LTL out of Indianapolis, and we need 20 city guys and at least 10 line haul guys, and that's a, in addition to what we had working there uh, prior to COVID-19. Really? And that's all just from increased business. And you can make a load of money in LCL. I work Monday through Friday, no holidays, no weekends, and I'm going to pull between 110 and 111 this year. 110 111,000, no touch, all I do is drop and hook all night long.
1: Not bad.
2: Uh yeah, so it, you know, you can make a boatload of money and be home every single day. Um and then uh, the next thing I was going to touch on was um you, the the governors here you know, your buddy there, Wino, needs to pay attention to what's going on in Indiana right now. Holcomb's getting ready to lose his butt in this election. He started off in the polls at 64% back in May. He's down to 36% right now. And the Libertarian who started off at 8%, is uh, he was at 24% last week, he's 28% this week. Holcomb, because of the way he handled this COVID-19 thing, which is pretty much everything that DeWino did, uh, Holcomb was about a week behind. Everything DeWine would do something, Holcomb would do it a week later. Uh, the only thing is Indiana's opened up a little bit quicker than what Ohio has. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just a complete rebellion against high-tax Holcomb. Uh, he's given us the highest fuel increases. Tax increases in Indiana history, and not only that, it started off with a 10% increase, but then it increases every single year for 10 years. Um, and then the toll, the toll increases, uh, two of the highest toll increases ever. Uh, and the second increase basically was all against truck drivers for so, one.
1: So if so many are saying, we don't want more taxes, uh, isn't Joe Biden telling everybody he's definitely going to raise their taxes?
2: Oh, yeah. You know, driving around Indiana, you might see a Biden sign every once in a great while. It's all Trump, Trump, Trump everywhere. But the biggest story is this libertarian candidate. uh, And if you're from Indiana, you check him out. It's rainwaterforindiana.com. This guy, I mean, he is literally all about freedom. Uh, Small government. He wants to eliminate the state income tax. Uh, You want... He wants to decrease the size of government. He's all about the Second Amendment rights. Uh, with this guy, it's all about freedom and limited government, which is way the way it should be everywhere. But, you know, he's literally, with no money whatsoever, is nipping at the heels of Holcomb. But he's taken so much of the Holcomb vote that even if Rainwater doesn't win – the Democrats just going to get handed to him on a platter, and nobody even knows who the Democrat candidate is because he's not running a campaign at all. Mm-hmm. He's, he's sitting back hoping this Libertarian guy takes away enough of the vote for Holcomb that he just walks away with it. Uh, but I, I really think uh, Rainwater has a good chance at winning, and I hope he does. I hope Holcomb gets fired. And the you know, the Republicans in Indiana finally learned their lesson and put forth some candidates that are worth a dang. They, you know, Hokum's Hokum's pretty much like a John McCain. He's he pretends to be a Republican so he can run on the Republican ticket, but the guy's a Democrat through and through. Increase government, increase taxes and limiting your freedoms every chance he gets. Wow. Which is exactly what Dewine's been doing the whole time. Yep. You know, the whole time you guys had this thing going on in Ohio different counties file lawsuits against uh, DeWine. Well, DeWine goes to the next county and tweaks his order just a little bit so that the, the lawsuit from the previous county doesn't, doesn't affect the next county over. It's, you know, Between Holcomb and DeWine, they both think they're kings, and they're not. And, and I'd really like to see Ohio do the same thing that's happened in Indiana with a libertarian candidate come through or even a real Republican comes through and run against DeWine. But I've got a funny feeling that DeW- Ohio just keeps getting further and further left. You, I mean, look at Kasich, and DeWine's even worse than Kasich was. Ohio just might end up doing what Kentucky did and say the heck with it and vote for a Democrat. Because that's what you've had running Ohio the last few times, is a Democrat <laughs> pretending to be a Republican.
1: Uh, for all for all practical purposes, yeah, you've got, yeah, they're, they're, yeah just like so many other states, yeah, your big cities—that's uh, where you know they're all blue. Yeah, you get out of the suburbs and other areas. That's 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 how you end up with the likes of a, a Sherrod Brown, yeah, sticking around for years and years. All right, with that we got to get a quick break in here. Back in two on America's Trucking Network. Coming up, we'll get one final check on our traveler's weather. First, let's get uh, back to our calls here. Sheila, hi there.
5: Hi, Steve. The last time I talked with you was April um, uh, 2019 when I lost my husband. And uh, right now I've got shingles. Uh, Today is the sixth week of of it. And uh, the doctor told me to put... uh, Uh, 100% cotton on, and that was like being dragged through Scottish thistle twice over. And uh, so I find something softer. And um, I wanted to tell you about the hand sanitizer. I was watching something one day, and a lady had put the hand sanitizer on, and uh, she'd been near a candle, and it blew up in her face. I will not use that stuff for, for anything. It's too dangerous.
1: When you get up in the, I don't know if it's 60 or 70, when you get 70% alcohol or whatever, that, that, that's definitely highly flammable. you got to be careful. Yes, with and it. They, said, yeah.
5: they also said that, uh, uh, you know, make sure your hands are dry. Well, that stuff yeah. doesn't dry that quickly. I mean, as I say, I won't use anything that is artificial. I just will not i mean i'm eighty two years old i've been through um two lots of um of uh, polio in England when i was a little girl uh i I've, I've been through t b in, in in england all the children's diseases this this god of ours there's such things as antibodies you don't put to, uh, you, you don't put a, a mask over your over your, um, mask. Uh, you, you let the, the, the good Lord look after, uh, you know, the things that he's, he's given us to, to, to help us. And um, I wanted to tell you about something that I saw on television the other day. Uh, there was this G5 in England, and the electric people had put up the poles. And in the night, the people went and uh, and and uh, sawed them all down. They didn't want the G5. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, uh, the man that was talking about the libertarian, uh, this is what we've got to do. We've got to say, hey, you leave us alone. Uh, God will take care of us. And, and you don't need to dictate to us how we, we live our lives. Uh, he, he put he put those things there. You know, I didn't realize that uh, years ago in America, I, I saw this on television some time ago, where um, the first vaccine for polio. Uh, the, all of the parents were were relieved. There were you didn't have too big a, an outbreak of polio. We had a big outbreak in in England because uh, what was happening was the they were uh, sending the. Uh, the sewage out through big uh, pipes, you know, into the sea, and they weren't sending it far enough out. So that was what was causing the polio in England. And so, uh, fortunately, by the time the second uh, vaccine was uh, used, uh, they had found out what the problem was. There was some um, uh, a chem- chemical place somewhere. There were with the bac. There was bacteria in the vaccine. So of course, people um, in America were uh, sending their children to have the vaccine, and uh, a lot of them were
1: dying because there was bacteria in the vaccine. Yeah, uh, I mean, and to this day, there's people that are concerned about. I've seen numbers that 60, percent maybe more, may yeah, you know, of not want or refuse to take the COVID vaccine when it, especially when it first becomes becomes available. Yeah, most people don't want to be the early guinea pig and yeah, you know, find out because a lot of times it 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 could be, yeah, could it be a year, could it be two years, I mean many many years down the line that there are side effects. That's my understanding as to why typically these big vaccine trials do take years. They they have to wait and see what happens. Six months out, twelve months out, a year and a half out, and uh, this one, of course, they're yeah, they're rushing it right along, but they're assuring us it'll be safe. But hey, there, thanks for the call, Sheila. I got to get a quick time out here. We get to Glenn Horse Feathers coming up right after this on ATN. <laughs> It's all fun until the state patrol shows up, daggone it. I've seen some of the videos over the years where you get a bunch of these, like, sports cars get together, and, you know, they'll all get out and uh, be hauling ass through some of the back roads. And uh, in this case, it was a pack of 10 Porsches uh, out hauling it in Colorado, Gilpin County. Now the posted speed limit was like forty. These some of these twisty roads they were they were doing eighty, <laughs> according to the state patrol. Uh, let's see, Colorado State Patrol shared the incident saying, "Pro tip: If you and your nine buddies get caught at plus eighty plus in a forty zone, all of you get tickets. And because it takes a long time to write ten tickets." Your dinner plans get messed up. Okay. (laughs) They they pulled over all 10 Porsches. I don't know how they got them all 10 to stop is a good question. Uh, Issuing every one of the Leadfoot drivers a speeding ticket. What's going on this morning, Glenn?
4: Uh, Not a whole lot, Uh, uh, Mr. Shums. I just want to get real quick into... uh... How the uh, press is trying to manipulate uh, the election once again, and this time they're trying to influence the first debate, trying to give a good old Joe a little bump uh, before the uh, before the first debate by bringing uh, a rehashing an old story about uh, President Trump's uh, taxes. You know, I heard the same thing when he was debating Hillary four years ago. And I think he answered it then, and I, I don't think we have to go through it over and over again. Uh, you know, the man once had to declare bankruptcy, and because of that, taxes are sometimes uh, put off for a very long time. And so, if he hasn't paid federal taxes, good for him. Wouldn't we all like to be in that line? I know. Okay.
1: Well, when, uh, when, when you're when you've got you know scenarios where you've lost. Millions of dollars. Yeah, you get you get write offs and deductions, and like right, you know, I said, but right. he he Please has go. a tax preparer, like anyone else in business has a tax preparer. That that's their job,
4: right? And he's done nothing illegal. In fact, everything he's done is legal. He hasn't tried to escape any type of of the uh, tax he should have to pay. That's never been proved. But let me uh, get right now to what really bothers me about these news reports is the fact. How they turn a deaf ear and a blind eye to how Democrats become rich once they go to Congress, and I mean Joe Biden is not a poor man, and uh, and neither is Nancy Pelosi; she's not a poor lady. And I want to know how did they get all that money? You know, you you go to Congress with holes in your pocket or your purse, and and now Nancy Pelosi lives in probably one of the most expensive places in the United States, and San Francisco. And Joe Biden, he ain't poor. The, man, the man's a millionaire. His son's are million. His brother's are millionaire. And I want to know how they got their money. Was it tied to him being in political office? You see, when he, when he chose that little girl to be his running mate, you know, and she had just beat up on him doing the debates, people said, well, you know, that's an odd choice. It wasn't an odd choice. Because they have one thing in common, they're both political grifters. That's why they went into politics, for the money, and they've both done very well. You know, so I'm tired of hearing about Trump, what he was doing in real world. I want to know what these politicians are doing in the political world with my tax money, how they're manipulating politics to make themselves and their children rich. How does a person ride the airplane with their dad to China and come back with a billion-dollar contract? Sure,
1: yeah.
4: But not a word, not a word. You know, and you think a good old Chris Wallace is going to raise it in a debate? I bet (laughs) not one word about it, not one word.
1: I, I doubt that comes up in the debate tonight. I mean, I don't know, everybody's saying Chris Wallace will have out his bag of softballs yeah, to lob up to Joe, we'll we'll see where that goes, but
4: it wouldn't be the for the fact that he's also a registered Democrat. Now would it? Now, um.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, Glenn, good to hear from you. Final take, uh, horse feathers. Yes.
2: Yeah. Thanks for bringing back, John. Hey, did you hear anything about the Chinese there dispensing a vaccine for the COVID? They got a one of the pharmaceutical companies there or something that. And they've given all their employees the the vaccine. They've required all their employees to have it. And there's a bunch of other people. And but they're they're giving out the, a vaccine now for the
1: COVID. Did you did you hear anything about that? And again, who who was giving it out? The Chinese, China. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, I saw that they had something. you know, supposedly Russia had something like two months ago, didn't they? Yeah,
2: but. I'm just I was just thinking how nice it was, you know. So you think that well China they're
1: giving they're giving it out there. China China wants to <clears throat> sell us. They want to sell the United States and they want to sell the UK a vaccine for the virus that they gave to us. I I was gonna say they
2: gave us the virus, didn't they give us the vaccine?
1: They were yeah, absolutely. They were generous enough to, to give it to us the virus. Why don't they Be generous enough to give us the damn fix. All right. Thanks, Horse Feathers. Hey, got to get out the door. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back tonight here on ATN.
0: 18
4: plus.